Go ahead. But, um, the thing about it is, I'm going to mute the others. Yeah. Mute them all. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? See you. That's it. We're going to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we got our agenda correctly. Hey, I'm so happy again to be here. Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that much. <laughs> and uh, just pounding away at the idea. Hopefully there's been a translation of Traveling Lighter. Yeah. As Mary by seeing you're not Mary. Yes. Can you hear me, Mary? Yes. This is this is the traveling lighter. It's the benefit yeah. received by what you're not, but won't be produced by what you're not. Yeah. Yes. Don't be right. Yeah. Somebody's on. Yeah, your experience, uh, the experience of Mary will become lighter. Yeah, not because of Mary, obviously, but uh, from Mary. And the of the talks are just to reinforce uh, what doesn't need to be reinforced. The horses in front of the cart, being ourselves reality, um, the seeker is the sought. You can't use yourself to find yourself, obviously. Hopefully these things land and uh, stuff just shakes off. And there's not even a real big observation of it, yeah? It's really funny where people are uh, looking to see when they let go. And when they let go, they weren't looking to see if they're letting go, yes? The whole, the effect that we're looking for is deterred by us looking for it, yeah, as we're not. It's just, and it just keeps, that example just keeps reappearing, reappearing, reappearing. It's got to find some traction. Yeah. There's got to be a certain point because something that's manufactured in time, a finite effect, cannot withstand the infinite fact. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to drop. <laughs> There's so many holes in it, and it can't hold its breath long enough. You know, it just can't. It can't punk out the infinity. <laughs> yeah, it's just you just see what you're not, and then you know you'll hear from the cards when the house of cards are falling. You'll hear from the cards' point of view, but you'll see it from something else's point of view. Yeah, you'll hear. The, the catastrophe of the house of cards falling as one of the cards, yet you're not a card. That's the beauty. Yeah. So the whole idea of the skin and the snake being clear that the skin is taking itself to be the snake. Yeah. It talks as if it is, it, it lives as if it is, it reacts as if it is, but it's not. 
Yeah. Now it has a megaphone, so this it's talking quite a lot from the skin's point of view, implying it's the snake's point of view. But really, the fact is, when it goes through that molting session, and it's no one chooses to do that. Yeah, it's just in the it's in the seed assignment of a snake. They molt the skin once a year, the, the scales. There's there's going to be a reckoning. Yeah, something that was clear is going to be seen to be clear. The skin is not the snake. And so the skin's point of view of thinking it's terrible, I don't know what I'll do, I'll lose all interest in everything, that's all coming from a myopic view of the skin. Yeah, we're the snake in this example. So, yeah, you'll hear that thing talking, you'll hear it screaming, but it's not you. You know, that's the that's where the relief lies it's not if you attempt to turn the volume down on it that's turning the volume up on it you can't you know if you try to cajole it and soothe it it gets more fucking agitated yes because you're the stirrer of the pot you're giving everything the meaning it has you play a huge role in this life huge role yeah Com things can change completely without anything changing by just the way you see it, yeah. And fundamentally, the way we've seen it has been sort of crippled by this myopic idea of duality, yeah, that I am the, this object is the subject, yeah. And therefore, if the subjectivity, which is wide open and panoramic, is defined by the objectivity, which is not wide open and panoramic, which is defined and limited, by conditions, by programming, by length of time, you're not going to live freaking forever as the object. Yeah. So this view is happening in the larger view. But for this view to be seen to be the only thing that's happening, there's got to be an act of denial of the larger view. You can't have two masters at the same time. Yeah. But when you see you're not that, the larger view allows and it encompasses the smaller view. You now, and the smaller view now is of service because you're not that. So you're taught, you think you need a constant reminder. And so you're doing the beads or the chanting or whatever. You got a more perfect reminder of the head's activity if you just hold it as not you. It's better than beads. There's only 108 beads. You're going to have thousands of thoughts that are claimed to be yours. Every second of the day, shit's happening that the heads are rising and going, oh, that's me. Oh, that, that's about me. Oh, that could affect me. Oh, that was me. That was, yeah. So what greater reminder than the mantra or the, the beads is just seeing the head, seeing it, because you're, that's a condition you're in before the condition your head says you're in is the awareness of it. So now you're aware of that. You used to see it, see it as an example of you, as an example is not you. It's beautiful. It's like love in a way. It reminds you all the time what you're not. I mean, you, you know, why would you, you're gonna outbeat the 108, you know, fucking prayer beads. You are, yeah? <laughs> because when you're doing the 108 prayer beads, the head will be saying, I'm doing the prayer beads, and you'll realize I'm not that. So even the prayer beads will use, will be used to, to 
infer I'm not that. Yeah, everything that you're ever doing or involved with that the head says it's you doing it is a perfect reminder. I'm not that. Yeah. You're aware the awareness, you know, there's like a ticket tape that goes across the awareness. I'm going to be screwed or whatever. And then, oh, and then it collates into I'm not that instead of, oh, that's, oh, oh, I'm going to be that. Yeah. You know, isn't that the perfect use of a resource, even if it's artificial? It's sort of like I've got the example of it in a life of recovery, because seriously, for some of us who come through recovery, there's a long period of time that you did not believe you had any fucking value. Everything you did all day was fucking trying to get an advantage or take something or get something from someone else or whatever. Yeah, you were you were actually an example of a parasitical movement. Yeah, and your your judgment was that there's no value in this life. So I'm just going to fucking drink until I go to jail or die or go to the next institution. I just give it up. I mean, it's hopeless. Yeah. This seemingly hopeless state of mind and body is hopeless. And I've got no value. Every, when I look upon what I've done, I don't see any good in any of it. Yeah. So I come into recovery with this burden of self and all the stuff it carries through the, with the past into this moment. And I saw something that I got introduced to a way of life, recycled all that shit and put and got great value out of that shit that I said had no value. And I was adamant about I had no value. Day in and day out, just running around San Francisco, trying to get enough money to get a shot of Coke and trying to drink and steal something so I can get some calories to keep my drive to get a shot of Coke. Yeah. And looking at everyone as a fucking completely objective. I could care less about people. I just wanted to get high. Yeah. And I, this whole thing, I could go through it with a fine tooth comb. I found no gold in it, none. Yeah. And yet I got sober and this protest, I feel a divine choreography comes in grace, whatever you want to call it. And then recycles what you deem to be totally valueless and put great value in it. Because now you can meet someone in the same throes of a situation that that someone's not going to listen to anyone else other than someone who has uh, experienced that demoralizing, pitiful condition. Yeah. And now that condition that you said has no value is being put to great value. So here, that head, you have to admit the reaction and the programming to the head has not produced great value, has it? It's, it, it's produced a huge story of you and everything else, but it hasn't produced great value, yeah? It seems to have created heaviness instead of lightness. So here you go, you get this message. This, you are the seeing of what you're not, yeah? How do you get the sense of being seeing being the seeing, or what you want to call it, awareness, or that spacious, whatever, is by seeing what you're not. That's how you come to a conclusion that's already set. It just doesn't spring like that here. You got it. It's like a bumper shot in pool. 
you can't get to the eight ball. You got to hit it one to get. Yeah, you got to get the, there's something in front of it. So you hit the bumper and you hit it that way. So in this way, yes, does your head, does your head constantly, constantly reinforce the sense of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the hearer, the taster, the toucher? Does it or doesn't it? Does the whole narrative, is the whole narrative based on you as a body or is it based on the spirit? Yes? What does that? What, what minds that value in all that activity? All the mental chatter, all the reactions, all the interpretations of stimuli, perceptions of this world. Is there a meaning that's being given to that before that happens, or while it happens, or after it happens, yeah. So that which we're perceiving could could culminate to a to a different idea if we weren't the perceiver, yes. So all the perceiving would support the fact that I'm not the perceiver instead of reinforcing the fact that I'm not the perceiver, yes. Reinforcing the idea that I am the perceiver. So you're turning the whole thing around just by a simple recognition, because usually it's almost as if it's like as simple as this. So usually we're like this, all the shit's going on. I'm going to be this. And you, we're in consent, really. We're walking around believing we're getting moment to moment news about my life called Paul. Yeah. With, you know, historical evidence and future projections. And I'm usually walking around, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, no, no. There isn't anyone there, but there's a movement. So, oh, I'm worrying about next week. <laughs> worrying about next week. I'm worrying about next <laughs> What about next month? Worrying about next month. All right. I'm worrying, no. <laughs> No, yeah. Isn't worrying about next word may come up? Is your head going to take something and say something like that? It is, isn't it? It's going to say uh, you're worrying about next month too much, and then that implies you shouldn't be worrying about it that much. And then you get into this whole fucking minutia, yeah, which just reproduces you, 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 you. You could see it, and I'm not that, yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about next week or the importance or non-importance of that. You would just see there would be a negation of it's you worrying about next week and you being the one that's going to be there next week. Just a simple negation, because right now, without knowing it, there's an affirmation of it, isn't there? The same worrying about next week is being used to affirm something. Why can't it be used to negate something? This is duality, isn't it? There's affirmation going on right now, and there could be negation going on right now. What is it with the affirmation and then trying to affirm something else to, you know, you can't affirm that which isn't so through affirmation. You can't, I mean, you can't make it disappear. It's negation, yeah? There isn't anyone worrying about next week. There is worrying about next week. But there isn't anyone worrying about next week. Yeah. So there's the worrying about next week. Why is it being put to use and by what? How is it being put to use? 
Is it just all worrying about next week? No, it usually triggers, I shouldn't be worrying about next week. I'm a great practitioner. I'm a, I wrote the book, Be Here Now. How could I be worrying about next, on and on and on. Or you could just see, you'd lose interest in worrying about next week if it wasn't about you or you doing it. You will, I'm telling you, just like you'll lose interest in it. And the interest is the key. Yeah, and that which you're not can't lose interest in itself. That would be interest in itself. There's a loss of interest in that. Yeah, how? By seeing what you're not. It doesn't go, it's not going to lead to a loss of interest if everything you see implies you. Yeah, it does lead to a loss of interest when everything that's heard, felt, seen implies not you. That leads to a loss of interest. Simple. Yeah. Duality, once again, one thing reinforces something, one thing negates something. It uses whatever comes after to do either one or the other. Mostly now, reinforce something. There's very little negation. There's a lot of denial, which actually reinforces it even more. Denial is not negation. Denial is you're taking something to be so real, you don't want it to be real. So you just fucking deny it. No, negation is seeing it's not real. It's not mental denial, it's negation. So here you go. Your head's gonna be yapping all day. You're gonna feel, you're gonna get reports about the body. <laughs> you're gonna get, you just call, people may call, you may see things. You know, you may have acid reflux or whatever, something's going to happen. And then there's going to be a snowstorm of thoughts and reactions and interpretations. Yeah. Does, isn't there, isn't there everything that passes by, something glues a tail on it, doesn't it? There's, a, there's an adding on to everything that it implies or means there's something to do with me. Yeah, this me that I'm not. Yes or no? And it's going on pretty much undisturbed most of the time. We're walking around. It just keeps bonding this idea. Everything goes ahead. I'm the one. I'm the one. And then we dream of freedom, but as that, when the freedom is from it, yeah? So, so in this case, you're just going to look at that point before everything else. Is Paul worrying about next week? Or isn't he? If there isn't any Paul that's worrying about next week, I'm telling you, worrying about next week will not have the impetus, they won't have the weight that it has with Paul involved in it, yeah? So why don't we don't see this constant affirmation of what we're not, but now we can add a negation of it, yeah? It's nothing you do, you see. It's not a doing, you see, you see, worrying about next week. You don't see what's not there, which is Paul worrying about next week. You don't see that. You just see thoughts worrying about next week. You don't see thoughts worrying about next week, Paul. You don't go there. It's worrying about next week. You see the, the idea of Paul, but you're there before. You are the negation. You don't negate, you are the negation. Because what you are negates the assumption of what you're not. If you're not sensing what you are, then you're going to take anything and everything to be so. Yes? 
We've had it many times. There's been a lot of charlatans that have shown up in a lot of expertise. And then they find out they're fucking grifters and shit. Yeah? Because we don't have any touchstone. Most people's idea of a spirituality is, is an experiential event. I want to get high. I want to feel clear. It's like this. Yes? It has nothing to do with basis or inherent condition. It's about acquiring conditions and trying to, you know, blow up this basis and apply a new one. It's never recognizing you are what you're looking for now because there would be no business plan if that's the case. How could you plan a business if you are the fact you're, you're looking for? There'd be nothing to fucking sell. I'm sure you'll come back. No, you won't. So uh, I used to use this term earlier which is fitting today, which is, you know, I feel we are the seeing of what we're not. And just like my friend shared one day, he likes to see resentments because it, they remind them they're not yours, they're not his, yeah? He wouldn't have that reminder unless the resentment showed up. And you wouldn't have the reminder that you are the one who has the resentments without the resentment shows up. What is that movement that gives that meaning to the resentment? It's not the resentment itself. There's an act of reaffirming something or negating something. And we are at that point of the negating or reaffirming, yes? The resentment is after the fact. The worrying about next week is after the fact. My opinions about how I'm looking today is after the fact. It's what's before. And if we are what we're looking for, then see what you're not. It's really that simple. It's sort of like before you hear this shit like a CNN newscast and now you see it as Comedy Central. It's the same show. It's just the, the, the response of the audience makes the show what it is. The show doesn't make the audience what it is. The audience makes the show what it is. You can take this thing to be an incredible drama when it's a fucking comedy routine. Yeah, some people, they have, there's great things called the onion, you know, where they write as if it's a real story, but it's so absurd, but people believe it's a real story because that's how absurd this real place is. It's like a fucking incredible satire. You can't believe it. <laughs> so it's the story. It's just the story. It's the response that makes it so juicy. Yeah, the satire, the irony of it. Because one person's reading it, this is what happens. They say something, and then the person who has a big role, and they pronounce, like, uh, you know, uh, the Yeti is running for office, and they, <laughs> the abominable snowman or whatever, which in fact is absurd, but some fucking news site sent it to them, and now they're standing in front of their Senate assembly. We've got to get prepared for the Yeti. <laughs> and then they have to make a big apology two days later when they said, hey, bro, it was a joke. Bro. <laughs> no, never happens. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, we're under attack. No, you're not under attack. But you know, this for that to happen out here, you know it's damn well happening in here completely. 
So, so a lot of this shit goes under a, we don't see, do we? We see the worrying about next week. We don't see what's there before the worrying about next week. What notices that? It's quickly forgotten by the mental state. It wants to run you to the beginning of its story, which is after the worrying about next week. It wants to, because after worrying about next week, there's a you that was worrying about next week. It wants to rush you right there. It's you that's worrying about next week. Then the next week is just like a diving board. It just starts doing fucking flips and shit and, you know, cannonballs. And you're wondering why, but it just sets it off, yeah? What happens if there's a negative point there? There's a negation, yeah? There's a negation of that which is implied after, before. So you negate the product before you buy the product, instead of trying to get out of the product, which is a form of being in it, yeah? You realize you're not the product, yeah? You've seen it. You've seen the manufacturer of Paul, not as Paul. You've seen it, yeah, you're seeing it. That's why the, it's the beauty of negation, because we are what we're looking for. There'd be no other possibility but negation, if that's the fact. There would be no need to affirm and reinforce what we are. It doesn't need any reinforcement or affirming. It is, yeah? What we need to do is negate, yeah? What we're not, it's not us negating it. You just see it finally. It's just the awareness, can see, oh, something was putting a tail on one of the two plus two equals four, two plus three equals five. Wait a minute, that was a two. (laughs) It's two plus two equals four. I was seeing it as two plus three equals five. Therefore, motherfucker, (laughs) you know what I mean? Where did that little tail come from? (laughs) Well, that was implied. That was implied when you were seeing two plus two equals four. Something said, no, it's two plus three equals five. (laughs) Now we're here, no, we're negating the two plus three equals five. Then blue is blue, red is red. Clear clarity is clarity, yes? When you're screwed, you'll know you're screwed, you will. When you feel like I gotta take a break, you'll take a break because you'll be correct. When you say, hey, it's a little too much today. I'm gonna chill if I can. You will, yes? It isn't like, I shouldn't be. <laughs> no, you'll just respond to the conditions as they are, not as you think they should be, or as you thought they once were, or as, or as you think they should, you know, in the future. No, right now. Hey, I'm outmatched today. I'm gonna love, I'm gonna limit my affairs if I can. <laughs> so that's where the negation lies yeah then the negation lies right where you're sitting in a weird way the mental state is using you as an affirmation of what we're not and in another way we're going to use not and it's not going to be using so what we are is going to base is going to be the basis of negating that affirmation that's all it's not a new affirmation yeah it's not like the thorn in the foot that's bothering you and you get another thorn and you pull 
it out. You don't replace the first thorn with the second thorn. You throw both of them away. Yes. So it's a negation. Yeah. That doesn't need. It doesn't lead to an affirmation. There's just a negating the assumed as affirmation. That's all. Yeah. Because you are the affirming quality. Now your affirming quality is being used to affirm something that's not true. It could still. It could also be used to affirm something that's true. But first, there needs to be a negation of what's not true. Yes? Beautiful. And then your day is affirming of what's true because you're here now, not because of any great effort, but to get the obviousness that you've never not been here now. <laughs> so what happens if the moment here now is being used to reinforce what we're not, yeah? We're in the effects of what's not happening. If it's being used to negate that, you're obviously here. Yeah? There was no giant gymnastic move you had to make. You just see, hey, you know, I'm not that. You know, how much more? If you want a reminder, what better reminder is than that? Yeah? How am I going to remember what I am by seeing what you're not? There you go. You're not going to remember what you are by trying to say, I'm remembering what I am. No, see what you're not. That's the remembering of what you are. Yeah. Not seeing what you're not is going to be rem remembering of what you're not. Yeah. So one is an affirmation of something that's not so. One is a negation of that affirmation of something that's not so. That's it. It doesn't have an, it doesn't need to do any affirming. It is affirming. It's true. It's fact, yeah? All that needs to be negated is the assumed fact, yeah? You don't have, and it's not sort of, it's just a way of looking at it. After a while, that way of looking at it is, is not necessary because the seeing is established, yeah? There's faith in the seeing. So all the shit that used to excommunicate yourself from this possibility of being here right now, or you need, uh, I'm not earning enough fucking, you know, credit to deserve this all that shit goes yeah and you're just here completely sleeping awake anywhere walking not yeah. you don't ever get gypped anymore it's completely here the head's off <laughs> so but there's been enough negating of it there's not there's only so much that needs to be negated it's not so yeah it's not like that it becomes real every second. You don't have to keep killing the imaginary beast. You just have to allow the horse to be in front of the cart, which it already is. Just need to get into the habit of, instead of seeing everything from the cart in front of the horse, you now see the fact that the horse is in front of the cart. Yeah. It wasn't made up fact, it didn't happen. It's always been that way. You just see things as that, yeah? You get a hit and it tell you it's always been this way. And it's, there's a, a fucking sense of truthness to that, yeah? Because you realize you had it, the head had a story that you must have had done something to arrive at this incredible place. But when you arrive at that incredible place, it tells you on having never left. And it's always been this way. Which one do you want to believe? one that you know tries to explain the universe ad infinitum 
or the, the explaining of the universe in a second. Yeah, which is, yeah. I mean, really, the thing will just keep on trying to explain everything. And then there's a true explanation. Yeah. You are what you're looking for. How hard is that? What needs to be corrected there? If you are what you're looking for, it seems pretty simple. Cuts out all the trips to the stores. You can put the catalogs away. I am what I'm looking for. So basically, whatever I'm looking for, I am already that which I'm looking for. Yes? What an incredible relief, isn't it? Why isn't it producing fucking relief? Why, why does that guy who finally gets on the train after walking to fucking, you know, Madras for years with that big bag and living on the hope that it'll be great when I finally get to Madras 18 hours later, I'll put the bag down and I'll feel great. And that's the, that's the freedom he has. Yeah. And then he gets the, someone tells him there's a train right here in Bombay that goes to Madras every hour on the hour. And so you think you've done enough, the guy, you, you're feeling pretty good. Hey, I saved that guy a lot of trouble. You go to the train and there he is standing in the train with the big fucking huge bag. And you go, what? Walk in there, hey bro, the train's gonna take you and the bag. You can put the bag down. <laughs> Your responsibility is null and voided. Yes, travel lighter. <laughs> <laughs> this is what satsang is, yeah? Satsang is going to the station, looking in the trains and seeing everyone holding a big fucking bag on the head and just knock on the window and remind them. <laughs> the train's got you and the bag. <laughs> I don't know. It's a joy, man. It is. It's a joy that there's such a possibility of traveling lighter that you can't imagine because it doesn't demand much work or effort. And it doesn't demand sacrifice or great martyrdom. It just demands seeing, which is your inherent nature. It just demands awareness. Hear a message, see where it takes it, what the message does and doesn't do. Yeah, and hopefully Things that have always been that way will appear to always be that way right now. Yeah, and you're on to something. Show up, have a nice day. Yeah, we'll get a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I tell my friend, uh, I don't want to go into it. So, yeah, let's keep it simple. But yeah, do you see? Do you see that, like as the Course in Miracles says in a beautiful way, one of those beautiful paragraphs, I go to it a lot, but, you know, firm in faith in this something else you make to be yourself, yeah, is the active denial of what you are. So while you're in firm, and so here you are, right? So here is faith. Yeah. So... The head is presenting, is making this something else to appear to be you, yes? Now, if you sat there before and you see, see that that's not true, it would pretty much end the effect. If you see that it's true, 
then it feeds it, yeah? And now suddenly, that appearing to be true to you, being what you are, reality itself, now turns into the active denial of reality by reality. Yeah. So firm in faith that we are this something else, the head is made to be ourselves, is the active denial of what we are. So where is it? Where is it on a hill with a cross? It's in moment to moment. That's where it is. Moment to moment, the head is, the head is firm in faith. You're not hopefully, the head is firm in faith in this something else it has made to be yourself, yeah? It's it, it, evidence that is totally bogus. It just keeps bloviating as it always does over. It doesn't seem to have the ability to learn. It doesn't, it just doesn't, yeah? You have a spiritual awakening, it claims it, you had a, you know, a DUI, it claims. Yes, it just claims whatever's happening to reinforce the narrative. That's what it does. Yeah. Where is the freedom from that? After it or before it? If you believe that you are fucked, then the only hope is to try to become unfucked on some level. But if you see the freedom is before the bondage, it's not after the bondage it's before the bondage that's the negation of that something else that keeps saying it's been made to be you it's just the negation of that it's not negating the thoughts of next week or the feelings of what we call feeling bad what the fuck does that mean doesn't that doesn't sound so specific does it it's just a feeling that's oh that's bad that's <laughs> just fucking it's like taking like um you know, it's putting like, you know, tri-tip on salami, you know, just putting a tag on it. Oh, that's, that's, you're going through into a depression. <laughs> you know, it's excitement. You're going into a depression. Like, whatever, just stamping something on whatever comes by. <laughs> you know, I, I authorize this piece of meat to be full of shit, really. You know, all the time. <laughs> so now, that whole thing. Are you go? Are you truly believing it's gonna stop? Do you think it's just gonna talk to you about rose petals twenty four seven? It's not gonna be like a, a a bubble bath all day. No, it's not gonna do that. It has its whole story. It can't help itself. It's mechanical. You can't talk to it and try to convince it. It doesn't work. It's just, we run into it in recovery, this thing of self can't get out of self. It's amazing how many times it's failed to escape itself, yet it keeps attempting. Yeah, and I don't see an end to it. So where is the relief? It has to be before. It's not gonna come after. Yeah, they've already commodified the relief after the world they're usually going to pay for it somehow yeah yeah i i i guarantee you will have a little relief take this do this do that we're talking about the relief before it where what's that that's us eh? so what is it just this or this simple well sort of like the cross yeah basically maybe that was the symbol of it all you know what i mean 
Yeah. Yeah, but then we'll say, well, is there someone doing that? No, there's not anyone doing it. Yeah. It's a it's a result of seeing something can occur. Yeah. Does something to occur need someone to do it? No. If you if you follow Lord Buddha's logic, which is, hey, events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. So yes, things can happen. Yeah, without a doer. You can lean this way or that way and not and won't fall into the the topic of choice. It's just the leaning, yeah. So now negating or affirming. We're just talking about what's happening in the head. Not as a fact of taking it to be so, but that sense of that it's used to imply you. And why not have something use it to imply not you? We have the we run into this in recovery. It's an incredible thing. A lot of people in recovery have a they just go flow right into this attitude that something is doing for them what they can't do for themselves. And they feel gratitude and they call it grace and shit like that. But they don't seem to be able to apply that to what used to do through them what they would never do by themselves, this lower power, let's call addiction, yeah? They can't see that. They're claiming all that shit. I did every fucking thing back then. Now I'm not doing anything. God, I'm in God's hand, yes? But in fact, why? Why can't it be seen the lower power using you just like the higher power to do what you would never do through yourself? Yeah. Why isn't there recognition there? And yet there's easily recognizing grace and being taken care of by a higher power now on that side, but not seeing the, what was being reinforced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It's trippy. So here, does the head, is the head being used to reinforce some ideas, yeah? No matter what the topic is, there's an underlying topic that it's using that topic to reinforce, which is you, yes? What would happen if you would, if there would be a negation of that before it's used as an affirmation of what you're not? Maybe you would be the living negation of what you're not because you're, you are the seeing of it. You are aware of it, yeah? It's not aware of you. You are, or we're the awareness of it. So this is where negation stems from, is that being ourselves reality, then there's a negation of the assumed reality, yeah? Because the assumed reality is getting reaffirmed all day by the way we listen to the head, by us. Yeah. So that's why I was going like this. Yes. No. Yes. No. And so even when there's a yes, you're, it's no. See, because the head will say, oh, yeah, you're you're reinforcing. No, no, I'm not that. Oh, I saw that. You're not. No, I'm not that. <laughs> and just like it's a habit now, do you feel like you're in the in the momentary act of reinforcing that something else that you're not. No, you don't feel that, do you? You feel like you're in Saturday, let's say. Yeah, but it's true. The same thing with the negation. It's not like you're gonna, you're, there's a negation all day, like an act. You get, you're convinced, yeah? You're convinced that there isn't a Paul before the worrying about next week, 
there's an appearance produced by the claiming of worrying about next week after, but there's no Paul before. Yeah. Get a thousand examples, one example, hundred thousands, doesn't matter. The fact is the fact. Yeah. There you go. I sort of like it this way. If you want to get to the basic duality of affirming it or reaffirming or negating and affirming, it's in the head, yes? The role of the audience to the show. Yeah. And maybe it arrives that you've already affirmed it before there was any affirming of it. The head just says it's already so. The head doesn't say you're becoming self. The head says you already are one. So it's reinforcing is a presupposed reinforcing. You never made any fucking choice in that. It just tells you it's already been so. Now you're looking at and seeing that as bullshit. And so what? You're in the ever-present negation of the assumed fact. Hallelujah. Yeah. What are you going to get? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, any questions? Did you get that, honey? That little snippet? There you go. It's meant to miss you. Yeah. I saw you from a mile away, so I threw it earlier. So you already got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you have a question, my friend? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Someone's questioning from the audience here. Um, I'm just wondering if the head has a little bit of trickery around the sense of no self. And I guess what I mean by that is, like, I know there's no self. I really do. I know that. Yeah. I know there's no you. Um, but it almost it doesn't feel experiential. It feels. Well, it doesn't have to feel experiential. Because it's not from experience. It's from what's underneath experience. It's the being of it all. Yeah. See, some people are looking for a stabilization in a, on a level, like Force of Miracles calls level confusions. So people on a level of experience want a stabilization. In other words, they want to feel what they think it would feel like not to be read, <laughs> which is coming from the read factory anyway. That's, that's kind of the trickery, I think, and it's just self and it's all that self and stuff. I wonder if that coming to satsang is just a little bit of like bidding switch and reinforcing the idea of something. Again, it could be no different self. things. It's, you can't, it's going to be what it is for you. It's not, it's, satsang's nothing other than what it is for you. No one comes to satsang and has the same experience. So satsang, everything is what it is for you. Yeah. So if it is for you that 
the head is, and you think you're the head, that the head is using the start saying to reinforce the idea that you're going to get something, whatever, so on and so forth. That has value. You can see that and go to satsang or not go to satsang. You can see it, but it's not you. Yes? Yeah. This is the beauty of our thing. Going to satsang brings shit up you wouldn't see going to most other places. Yeah? You wouldn't. You're not stopping before Baskin and Robbins and saying that. Am I fooling myself going to, you know? No. But satsang has, brings out out a lot of stuff and brings into uh, a clarity stuff that usually is it's almost as if we make a landscape before we see it we were walking around just thinking how things are yes basically and a lot of us not letting what how things are intrude you know so here uh, satsang brings a lot of shit into a high contrast that, is pretty muted most of the day walking around, I feel. And, uh, you know, the event of the emperor having no clothes happens a lot, that's not saying, I feel. And, um, and of course, the subtlety of the head will try to trick you again. And it doesn't fucking matter, really. Because the fact is, is what you are is what you are and what you ain't, ain't. Yeah? So... All the debating and the, and the battling, it, the, the victory is already had. You're not that. Yes? We're, we're doing like a, it's like fake wrestling, so to speak. You know? the, the, who's going to win was decided long ago. So, you know, if you want to get in the ring or not, it doesn't matter, in fact. So, but the head, the head's always... I feel implying it has a lot of relevance in a lot of things it's not relevant in. Yeah. So I like satsang. I would, I would, uh, it's a nice company too. Because a lot of needs get met. Even in our loose knit community, the sense of belonging is helpful for people, action figures. Yes. So this is a, a multi service event in a lot of ways. And the beautiful thing is you may get a lot, but the whole event is really offering you nothing. So there you go. Yeah, so don't let your head get too cute with it. Just, uh, or let it, it doesn't matter. Uh, those days of thinking this can block me off from the sunlight or the spirit or something, it's all bullshit. You are the light. How can you be blocked off? <laughs> so. But it loves those things because it's either relevant, it either has to co-sign and get involved or get completely extinguished. It, play, it, it, it displays relevance in both, you know, joining the trip or, yeah, I don't feel it's that relevant for the trip. Dead. So, yeah. And, uh, but I also feel like you're not getting out of here, you know. There's not going to be a transcendence. There'll be no, there'll, uh, you know, I've died a few times, you know, came back. And I, I did come back with some stuff sometimes, yeah, something. And this, this place doesn't exist. 
in that other space, this never happens, not going on. You're not, oh, I, these are the scars from 19, no, there's not going to be going over any samskaras or whatever. There's not going to be this, this compilation of whatever is going to be shook up and maybe there'll be another kind of an appearance. But I don't think you're, I don't think the thread called Paul or Reed is very long. It's like a little snippet. It's, it's, and it's not in the main film. It's dropped on the cutting room floor, the editing floor. It's just, and then the larger thing just goes on and on. Yeah. But do I feel like that all the time? No, of course not. I feel very important. You know what I mean? I mean, very important, very entitled, but thank God I'm not that. So. My feeling entitled is a reminder I'm not that, which is valuable here. In time, you can seemly, you can seem to forget the unforgettable. <laughs> you can. In time, we have seemed to have forgotten what we are, hasn't it? So maybe there's a need to remember in time, but you don't want to remember what you are. You want to remember what you're not. <laughs> yeah, that's the true reminder. If you try to remember what you are as what you're not, it just reinforces what you're not. Don't you see it? It's a simple, this is like spiritual mathematics at the first, you know, one plus one equals two, no algebra, geometry, simple things. If what you're not wants to lose interest in itself, that's interest in what you're not. Yeah, that's a, a simple equation. It can be applied anywhere. It explains the whole thing. Yes, you cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Well, what's the most important part of that equation? The Buddha, yeah, the first. So the way we read the equation is you, you're telling me you're taking away the possibility of Paul using the Buddha to seek the Buddha, you know? You're treading on my fucking liberty. Paul wants to use the Buddha. Say, no, no, we're not doing shit anything. That Paul's Buddha. Yeah. So you can't use Buddha. I don't care if you take yourself to be Paul. You think you're Paul. You were Paul. You will be Paul. You're not Paul. <laughs> so you're the Buddha. So the Buddha, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. They're very simple. Yeah. You, so another state, mind, big M mind can't use bigger mind to seek bigger mind. You can't use light, therefore another quality we are. You can't use light to seek light. That would be, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can't use light, oh, it'll never work. Yes? So basically, three synonyms of you is Buddha, mind, and light. Yeah? Not Paul, Paulie, and whatever <laughs> it's buddha mind and light and because of that you can't use buddha mind and light no matter what you're calling it because it doesn't matter what you're calling it it's buddha mind and light it doesn't matter what you're calling it it's buddha mind and light you can't use that to seek for yourself you're not going to find it yeah because you are it yes that's the that is the math of non-duality, basically. The math of non-duality 
changes the equation of seeker and sought to the seeker is the sought. So it just squeezes the numbers out, yeah? And it's not add, add equals, no. It's basically negate, negate, negate. <laughs> How do you get to zero? You never leave zero. Yeah. So. Zero, one, nothing, one, zero, a lot. Yeah. So zero has an incredible value and has a lot of value. Yeah. Yeah. What people are looking for are a lot of zeros. They're the one. Like one million. <laughs> that one is very unimportant. It's the six zeros after it. That's what's valuable. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want one, do you? No. One buck. Like one with six zeros. Fucking far out. <laughs> so where does the value of one come? It's the zeros. Eh? Hmm. So. There you go. Anyone have a question there? Yes, Grateful Dave. Grateful Dave. Can you hear him? I'll tell you what he says. Oh, you can. Hey, Paul. Uh, hey. Thanks for uh, another great talk. Um, you know, I got really lucky the other day. I stumbled upon a treasure trove of like nine and 10 year old Paul Hederman talks, which was nice seeing uh, some older stuff. Uh, in one of those talks, you you were talking about that which is looking, resting upon self, and how when it rested upon self, there's a lot of discontent, restlessness, and irritableness going on there. And then you said, so, okay, so what does it rest upon? It rests upon being, and when it rests upon being, there's a lot more steadiness. Uh, it was really helpful. I had never heard you say anything like that. And I just wonder if you still think of it in that way. And if you could just talk on that. Uh, right now, I'm not thinking of it that way. Hmm. But uh, I can see. I can feel the drive of the statement. But hmm. I, the statement, I would. Uh, I would use a different statement, but with the same drive. Yeah, so, uh, because I think being is all of the opposite, resting, active, whatever, yes? And there would be the feeling of there would be something that would be resting in being. I don't think there's a something. So that's the language though. But uh, yeah, the sentiment I feel is the same when I hear. Yeah. Yeah, just for me, it was helpful in understanding yeah, how. Let's say if the big camera looks through the small camera and seemingly forgets its qualities and now lives as if the small, small camera's qualities are its qualities which would be fine if it was another small camera, but it's a huge camera. It has other possibilities, other access to other qualities. Therefore, there's a sense of irritable, restless discontent because it seems to be confined 
by what it's looking through, yes? And it can't make any sense because it thinks it is the small camera. It's identified as it. So it's very frustrated and it tries to become a big camera as the small camera. And there's certain things about the small camera you're not going to make big. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to, it has a plastic lens. You can put $5,000 Nikon lenses on it, but you're putting those $5,000 lenses on a plastic lens. And the plastic lens is going to determine how you see through the $5,000 lens after it, yes? So the whole point is the thing, you know, then it may sort of try to just accept the situation, yes, and try to live the best it can as a brownie and shit and get into a lot of philosophy and, yeah, you're feeling totally fucked, but I'm not fucked, you know. I see the value in it. Things are going to really work out for me. And you got a lot of mental magic going on yeah but then someone finally runs into you and and looks at you yeah and then talks about the brownie camera and then suddenly it says you know you're not the brownie camera and he describes exactly what it feels like to be the brownie camera and you're like this and you're not the brownie camera and then suddenly it lands and there's no tearing it away because it's not the brownie camera there's no, uh, we got to kill the brownie camera. Do you live? No. The, the, the large camera is there in and of its completion. It just forgot itself by looking through the small camera. Sort of got, you know, looking through the, the, the glasses. It went into that world. Yeah. Simple, simple solution. Yeah. It didn't lose itself while it was looking through the brownie camera. This was all a belief. It just assumed these things were true, and thank God they weren't, nor will they ever be. Yeah. So BAMO, now it could happen that the big camera keeps looking through the brownie camera, but now travels a lot lighter through the life of a brownie camera. And it's not trying to put $20,000 lenses over a plastic lens. It just accepts the fact I'm not going to have that many clear pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I'll just live more instead of taking pictures. You know what I mean? It could be very cool, but there's going to be a change. Not the, the brownie camera will demonstrate some of the change, but it's not the cause of it. The larger camera, it comes from there. Yes. It just needed to be clear about what it's not. Yeah, that's all. And this is the point. The whole point of non-duality is a fact, being ourselves reality. That's the, one of the facts that they present. The seeker is the sort. What's looking is what you're looking for. So the assumption in non-duality that's taken to be, this shouldn't even have to be addressed. Yeah, this is, you know, on the door, yeah? Being ourselves reality, let's go into non-duality room. So we can talk about duality and recognizing we're not of that, yes? But the, the whole basis of it is being ourselves reality. Isn't that the strange suspicion that was tickled finally when you went to your first satsang? For me, when I heard it, that's what got tickled. And it seemed incredible, nov incredibly novel that I am what I'm looking for. That just blew me away. Blew me away, literally. It was like the last stop on the road. 
I just went in, heard something, and it's changed. And it was really an incredible move. I just see, I cannot, it's the most beautiful, like, carrot of a beautiful jewel of non-duality to you. It transmits the light so well, yeah? It, because the light doesn't emit anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just there, yeah? And then you see what you're not. And all that, you know, all right, I'm a failure. You know, it used to suck being a failure at drug addiction, and that was usually defined as getting arrested quite a lot. So it sucked bad. Failure in spirituality and shit like that. When am I going to be enlightened or whatever shit like this? Awakening. All that being relieved by a simple message. Yeah. Simple message. It was just like the guy going on the train with the bag. You can put the bag down, Paul. You've forgotten that. If you're on the train to Madras, but you're still feeling fucking heavy, what's wrong? Well, here you go. So, yes. Yes? I don't know why, where that came from. What were we talking about? Just got lost there. All right. Yeah, we're all good. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, grateful day. What? What? I enjoy that ride so much, I forgot the, is this the roller coaster or the carousel? I forgot which one we're on. Hey, anyone else? We got to get going. Uh, no, no other hands. Thanks, Dave. Uh, hey, thank you, Grateful Dave. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Everything's in motion, you know? The head is in the tiger's mouth. That doesn't mean, uh, that's not the end of the line. You're gonna go through the whole, yeah. Basically it's saying it's over, so, you know what I mean? There's no backtracking. Too much has been revealed, so, <laughs> yeah. All right, can I, I'm gonna say goodbye, eh? Goodbye, Michael. Bye, <laughs> Mike. Bye. We all miss you, bro. Amelia was just talking about. How much, Mike. I'm, how much I'm missing you, Mike. Yeah. I didn't in sort of join the choir, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. We miss you, Mike. Yeah. Oh, Kathleen, nice to see you again. Yes. Bill, yeah, it'll be nice to meet you guys live. Make sure you wear some pants and stuff for the sessions, yeah. All right, we got Tommy. Nice to see you. Anu, thank you for all your support. It's a pleasure. You see it, honey? It's very simple, yeah. Whatever is being presented isn't you. Doesn't mean it's not enjoyable or whatever, but I mean, you see it, well, whatever. I don't want to go anymore. Uh, I could feel it coming over again. I, I slipped from park to first gear. No! All right. We got Mike. Nice to see you, Mike. Thank you for coming. I hope, um, whatever. Steward from Oz, nice to see you. 
Thanks, Paul. Vlad, Vlad, we have a meeting in Italy. That will be very nice. See you soon. Uh, this is David. Uh, David W. Nice to meet you, David. I don't think I've seen you before. So oh, thanks, Paul. This is my first first one, but really enjoyed it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Happy to meet you. And there's someone else I don't have any name for. She's got a hand on her face. Nice to see you. Yes, she is. Yes. I should sit over there. Uh, we have Grateful Dave. We've got uh, Stuart from Oz. Tommy from Ireland. Let's see who else is here. Oh, we got Nanette. I always like to see Nanette. Very nice. Tariq, I'm going to see you in Dover soon. I'll be in Dover at the end of the month, end of June. I'm looking really? for you, Tariq. <laughs> <laughs> Johannes, nice to see you, Johannes. Oh, there she is, the queen of Hawaii, Judith. There she is. Nice to see you, Judith. Good to see you, Paul. The talk was beautiful. Thank you so much. You can be clearer. It's just, it was awesome. Thank you. I'm so grateful, Paul. Great. Well, I'm grateful to know you, honey. And yes, it's always a pleasure. Just thank you for all your hospitality when we were over there. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoyed it a lot. Have a wonderful day, Paul. Yeah, you too. Aloha, Stephanie. Amelia. Stefan on having never left. That's a very high, a high statement to lay on somebody, Stefan. But you wear it well. Lucas, nice to see you, Lucas. Yeah. We got our uh, Ben C. Always a pleasure to see Ben. Uh, we've got oh David. David looks like he's he's in a different location. Nice to see you, Dave from Oz. We got Roman. Always a pleasure, Rob. Oh, Rich, are you, uh, uh, is this your first time, Rich H? Yeah. I can't hear you, but. Oh, it's great. Nice to meet you. I can't hear you, though. All right, I got to see Zach. Oh, Zach and Karen. Nice to see you guys in Southern LA, Southern California. Leah. She's on the move. Deborah B, always a pleasure, Deb. Thank you for your showing up. We got Mandy, Jim. Oh, Jim, nice to see you today. Nice to see you, Paul. Thank you. You're welcome. We got, uh, oh, here's uh, on a train to Madras. There he is, my main man. Nice to see you. That's right. We got. Mary G, yeah. I like this guy. He's cool. Susan K, my latte lady. I can't see these things. Leah, Mandy, Rob S from Louisville. Uh, let's see if anyone else. All right. Hey, thanks, everyone. We'll see, we'll see you soon. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, oh, you're welcome. Thanks, Paul. Send me up uh, under event. See you. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.